and welcome to episode 154 of Wing Sauce. The round two playoff has full swing. Every team has played. Uh, just Connor and I today. Tyler is doing some stuff. I'm not too sure. But anywho, Connor, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Not too bad. Just watching hockey. We're recording during the Kentucky Derby. Dustin said he doesn't know anything. He's never watched the Kentucky Derby, which I think is wild. But maybe I'm in the I'm in the minority there. And um, but I thought that was crazy. I was told uh, I wasn't normal. Now, now, yeah, yeah. And I think that I, I think that people would back me up on that. To be honest, I'm not saying you have to be a horse racing fan. I think that you have to be able to maybe watch the Kentucky the Kentucky Derby once. Um, but you know what the craziest part is? So I. On these big things that happen in the sports world, because I probably spend more time on Twitter, that even if I didn't watch it live, I get to see it like 4,000 times because everybody I follow is typically in this in the Twitter versus usually on the uh, following sports of some sort. So they always post videos and things. So that's the crazy part is that you haven't seen it, like a video of it or anything. You've just never seen the race. On, turning it on right now, the 149th running of the Kentucky Derby. Oh, Isn't that wild, too? You missed today. 149 of them. I'm out. <laughs> that's too bad i don't think i miss much they're just talking when does the horses start running yeah well Jeez, that was another thing like what do they do and i'm like well there's horses there's racing around like throughout the day but it's not like a horse race ends and then it's like five seconds later there's another one you know you got to get because like, you got to think the biggest thing with this and probably more so than any other sport and i'm I, i'm totally speculating here but the amount of money that's gambled on in this one day has to rival anything else in the sports world. The like the the quantity of money. So uh in like a short period of time. So for you to or for you know for you to say hey when do they start again? It's like do you have to have time to be able to to get out your phone, walk to the books, like put in your bet. Like you can't just have them back to back because you need to, you know, place your bets for the next race. So the funny thing is you you're talking about the triple crown. I just had to look that up to see what the hell that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, I, mean, yeah, I, knew, I, I, I knew it was like three races. I just didn't know like what three races. Yeah, um, that was another. That was it was funny. You're like, well, <laughs> uh, I'm not. A, I'm not a horse racing professional like you. I'm like I like most Americans probably have seen. Th- I watched three races. It's the Triple Crown, and and the third one's not even important. If the the winner of the Kentucky Derby loses the next one, then there's no Triple Crown anyway. Oh, so, so oh, so the Triple Crown's like you win all three. Yeah. Oh, that's, have not, to win that's, all three. that's not a race or anything. We're all three. Okay, see. Yeah, no. Triple Crown is three separate races, and so the but the Kentucky Derby is the first race of. I don't know if it's the it's not the first race of the year in the horse racing you know community or whatever. There's other races before. I think I don't know. Um, but if you win the Kentucky Derby, then you're like you're the only horse that can win the Triple Crown. You know what I mean? You have to win all three to be crowned that uh, you know the Triple Crown champion. So it's like so it's like a it. grand it's like a grand slam in golf. Yeah, exactly. But it happens. Uh, you could probably look it up. It's you know it's happened a couple times. There's not it, secretariat. Super, yeah, secretariat was recent. Uh, was American Pharaoh? That was. Did mm. he lose it or did he win? I don't know. Either one uh, or either way, there's not been many triple. Thirteen horses have won the uh, American Pharaoh and Justify. Yeah, Justified. Yeah. Seattle Those Slew. Are recent. Yeah, that's when it starts getting out of. I don't. I know <laughs> there's like a, those three that you there's listed. An of the, but. There's an episode of The Office where. Uh, Aaron, the secretary, she's like, I can name all all the, <laughs> the triple crown winners, and she's going through it. I, I just the only reason I know that is because I was reading the names off. I'm like, wait, that sounds super familiar. So, yeah, that is, that is really funny. War Admiral, Whirlaway, Count Fleet, Assault. Well, go sit is go sit in front of your. Well, actually, download some sports book, 
put $10 on – actually, if you go download a random sports book, they're going to have a, a match thing where they're going to give you $200. I'd throw $200 on a random horse that you have you know, the good odds with that whatever. Whatever the best odds are, throw the $200 on there. They'll match it. And it's like, all right, well, cool. You spent five minutes of your life. You got to see Kentucky Derby. You have a chance to win free money, basically, and you're good to go. And then, then you're going to be hooked. Next time, next time I, we record, Dustin's going to be in like the full Kentucky Derby outfit, like super pastel <laughs> clothes, like top hat, everything. Should I go get my top hat? I have one in the, in yeah, the closet. He's going to be sipping a, uh, uh, a Julie, julep, mint julep. Is it? Yeah. Well, is it a mint julep? That's the, um, I thought it was something else, but um, either way, yeah, that's, that's going to be you. I thought it's a mint julep. That's what everyone's uh, all the golf companies are dropping like mint julep covers today. So. Well, I know I like. Okay, well, you, I think mint julep is the popular or is a popular one. Um, but I thought there was another because I like mint juleps, but I and but there's like the a different drink that is that Moscow Mule. No, which I like those too. Um, bad radio. Give me a sec. Not bad radio. Kentucky Derby drink. Twenty cocktails. One of the most popular drinks. Bourbon. <laughs> Not surprising. Um, yes, it is bourbon. No, it's a, it's a mint julep. I like mint juleps. People hate them, but I think they're fine. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really drink, so I can't say much about that. Um, <clears throat> any other horse talk? No, I think that's about it. We want to make sure that you get you get your dues and you can go watch the Kentucky Derby. You're going to be hooked. You're going to be yelling at your TV. You're going to be holding like your your, your newspaper like all those like gamblers do. Yeah, be, come on. You're going to be hitting yourself on the ass. And, and then, then I rip up my ticket at the yeah, end. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sounds fair. No, um, so Stanley Cup round two. So far, I think there's only... I, I wouldn't say there's really any surprising um series so far no i i think there's a couple i think that uh, i mean the yeah well i think florida being 2-0 over toronto i think that's <sighs> see i, think I don't surprising. know man they they're the only reason i say no um and tyler's not on but tyler brought up what the two what were the biggest chokes um he brought up the boston bruins and then who was the other team he said um it was tampa 2019 tampa. yeah Tampa getting swept by Columbus. Um, Connor and I both thought that Boston losing, were up being up 3-1 and then losing to uh, Florida was a bigger upset. Uh, well, I think, bigger no, choke, no. Bigger choke, choke. excuse me. Bigger yeah, choke, choke, excuse me. Bigger choke than Tampa getting swept by Columbus. Um, Tyler thought Tampa getting swept was a bigger choke. The reason I thought, you know, Boston being a bigger choke, they're up 3-1. Yeah, in the series, and then they literally lost three straight games to, to, I mean, the, to lose it. The way that I look at a choke is like got to be something that's like a one game type of thing. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you do this one thing, and you get it. And if you don't do that one thing, then you're kind of choking it away, and you have another opportunity, like had a couple opportunities, and so three. you have three. You have three of them. You just got to win one. Where I would say that the bigger surprise out of the two is. Uh, is Tampa lo- getting swept? Like, if you're going to say, "Hey, Boston's going to lose the series in in seven, or like, okay, t- or Tampa's going to get swept," I'd be like, "A Tampa getting swept is a bigger surprise." Like, they were pre- they're not that different of a team when yes. you look at Boston versus Tampa in the record, but the actual choke being so immediate, like where you have to win one game to move on, you're already up three one, and you just like take your foot off their neck and you let them get up from the ground and, and win that series. That is. Uh, you can't, that's a, that's a choke. That's like the definition of a choke in my book. Anyway, I, I agree, Connor. And, and I think if anything, Boston 
did an injustice to everybody else because now Florida's just buzzing. They Florida are, looks so good, yeah. It, dude, they I, I don't know what happened. It, it, I think they got pissed off because they were down in the series three one. They said, We're not this isn't happening again. I mean, first game they just came out and destroyed Toronto. Mind you, these are both both games they won in Toronto. Yeah. You. Both games well, in Toronto. Now they're going back to Sunshine and yeah. they're playing two home games. I mean, Toronto's in for a in for a treat when they get down there. And Sunshine actually does all right in the uh in the playoffs. Like they're building rocks. I mean, it's not always Florida. It's not Carolina fans. Or, yeah, it's not Carolina, but like Carolina does all right now in the playoffs. Um it, but the but yeah, like Florida, it's not always there's a lot of Toronto fans that are there. So it's funny uh, enough, they're blocking any yeah. non-United States citizen or non-American from buying tickets supposedly for that game. Yeah. That's, there's going to just be a worker. I mean, Toronto's just going to buy tickets off the black market, secondary yeah. market. They they're going to find, they're going to find a way. They got enough money too. I mean, the only people that can afford those games are the people that are uh, some business. They're the people that uh, go with a suit and they put the Jersey over their like, you know, dress shirt. Yep. Like those type of people. Um, I mean, it's no yeah. different than an LCA when you go to the LCA game and a bunch of Leafs fans because they can't buy tickets at, at their own stadium. Yeah. Just here, I mean, here they come over to here. They yeah, come over to the Red Wings. It's stadium. cheaper for them to like buy a plane ticket. If they wanted to fly, go to Detroit, rent a car, go out to dinner, buy tickets to LCA, fly back that same night. It's cheaper to, for them to do that. than go like buy a ticket to go to Toronto game in Toronto. It's insane. Yep. But that's why it's so boring to play there though. I mean, there's no, just the fans are quiet. There's the people that go crazy can't afford it. Right. No doubt. Um, but yeah, so far they're, they are down two zero in that series. Um, yeah, I would say though, like, so to answer your question, Dustin, I don't think it's a crazy, like, wow, I cannot believe that it's happening. Um, I do feel like that a little bit, like losing two at home. If you're Toronto with the roster they have after coming off, like a, the getting the monkey off your back in the first round, I expected them to come out buzzing and, and kind of like a, fr- like a release, of all the pressure that they had and just come out, like I said, buzzing and, and kind of take it to Florida. That's not been the case at all. Although Florida is probably one of the only teams that can handle pressure like that because they have four lines. They have guys that like to play a little bit dirty, like to be in the corners. Um, so Gudis. Uh, yeah, I mean, the list goes on though. They got so many guys. They do, but Gudis is just, that guy's annoying as shit. Someone yeah. said, I was reading something talking about getting him to come to the Red Wings. He had 300 hits. Last season, he let, he was second in hits uh, this season, and then the season before, he was first in hits with over three hundred, which is insane. That's like that's a crazy amount of hits. Yeah, in a regular oh, that's season, crazy. that is crazy. Uh, I believe it though. So yeah, for, so right now, two <clears> zero <throat> in the Florida uh, Toronto series. What about the Carolina Devil series? Is that one surprising to you? With Carolina just pretty much manhandling New Jersey both games. Yeah, it it does. Um, <laughs> But not not as much, I would say. But Toronto looks, or uh, I'm sorry, New Jersey looks so good against. The, like the only reason that it's surprising is New Jersey's looks so good against uh, Rangers in Game Seven. Like they finally put all the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 showed different attributes to their team throughout that series against the Rangers, and everything came together at a perfect timing in Game Seven, where I'm like, well, maybe this team is the real deal. And and they were they've been good all season. Like they started off as second best in the entire league and kind of fell off a little bit at the end or in the middle. But uh, so it wasn't any crazy surprise, but I don't think I just watched enough Carolina games to really understand how, how uh, persistent they are. It's actually like very similar when you watch both of those teams, they put out four lines, they just roll them 
and the top three are not that crazy different than the bottom three or like, you know, the, I guess the people on the third and fourth line, however you want to say it. So um, it's an interesting game to watch or interesting series to watch last game. I always, I thought that every game would be close. And then I watched the last game and they get smoked by, uh, by Carolina, New Jersey does. What was the end of the, I mean, I turned it off and it was four, nothing, but ended up being six, one. Yeah. I mean, come on. New Jersey looks horrible. So they got to figure it out. They, they need to have some, some goalie help and some back end help. Hughes looks very good still. So no surprise. Does. It's funny. I was watching, um, I think it was a Instagram and it's him pretty much. He could tell how bad he hates interviews. He hates it. He's, it's almost annoying now. Yeah. It's almost annoying how much he hates it. <laughs> it really is. Like you see some of the answers. It's like, it's just like, kind of like, are you fucking serious? You're asking me this question. Like, are you yeah. stupid? That, like I, I thought it was, I know like he has some funny clips. Don't get me wrong. I don't not like him, but watching him too. Like you, you can't, you're coming in here. You're a young kid and sorry that you don't want to do interviews, but it's not like you're playing in college or juniors or something where you, it's not really part of your job to go talk to a reporter. You're getting paid. Like that's your job right now. It's not yeah. only to play hockey. You, you, that's why they make you go to the hospitals and, and go to restaurant openings and uh, signing events and everything. Like you're a, you're, a, a, you're not just a hockey player. You have to do a bunch of these things and, and talking to reporters is one of them. You can't be an asshole every time you talk to them. But I think that's, I think that's the thing though. Like I feel like a lot of the, um, a lot of the players kind of just, like forget about that aspect of it, right? Like I know you don't want to talk to the reporters and stuff, but like unfortunately, that's part of the 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 game, if you will, having to speak to those players, to speak to the media, having to get that information out. Especially like for the, like, I feel like it just puts more exposure on the league when we have such a yeah, want. um a difficult time compared to the other major sports. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I I agree. I. Uh... It's I I get it when there's a bad question being asked or whatever by the reporter and it's just uh, like okay well why are you asking me that question it was that's a stupid question but if it's a valid question in the playoffs and they're asking like a real question and you're going to be an asshole about it then uh, I, I don't I think that's kind of annoying like you know it's you're going to go viral for this clip and people are going to laugh or whatever I, I mean it's funny don't get me wrong but at the same time to like, just do your job and and don't be an asshole to the guy that's trying to do his job too. I agree. Um, all right. So that brings out the East going to the West. Uh, we got Vegas Oilers, um, and the Seattle Dallas. Let's start with Vegas Oilers. Um, Vegas is up one zero. They have a game tonight at seven o'clock. Um, what, what are your thoughts so far on that series? I, I honestly missed the first game. I didn't really get to watch it. Uh, it's nice seeing them win. Mark Stone's looking a little better when I watched the recap. Mm-hmm. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you. I watched the game. Uh, the. I like. I just want the Oilers to win. I like both teams. Oh fuck the, you! The, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I go back to this every time. The Oilers are the most fun team to watch in hockey, especially now that that Colorado's out and Colorado was battling battling some injuries. So, but I liked watching them. Out of all the teams, I mean, freaking Drysdale had four get four goals last game. Yeah, I mean, if out of all the teams remaining, the Oilers are just having McDavid on the ice and them clicking at like a sixty percent on the power play is very fun to very fun to watch. Um, I, I that's the big thing though. I mean, if I had any takeaway, if I'm Vegas, if I'm if I'm the coach in Vegas, I'd be like, guys, I don't care what we do, I don't care if there's a breakaway, 
I don't care anything. Do not take a penalty. Like if you're in a, on a penalty or if you're on a breakaway, the goalie has a better chance of stopping a breakaway right now. If you look at percentages, than if you're going to trip the guy and take a penalty to go on, on the penalty kill with how good that Oilers are on the power play. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'd be the biggest thing. I, I mean, Vegas is right there. If they can, obviously they have the first game, but um, if they can stay out of the box, they can continue to play the way that they're playing and uh, they're home right now though. So if they can, if they can go up two at home, that's all you can ask for. The problem is, is if it the Oilers win this next game, you, you know, they split the series and or split the home opening uh, the first two games and they can go back to their barn in Edmonton, which is, which Hopefully. is rocking. Yeah. Um, then that makes it a little bit difficult. So if you're Vegas, you got you, you should want to win. It's not the end of the world uh, of winning this next game. Just if you're a fan, like obviously you want them to, but um, get a little worried when the Oilers get momentum because when everything's clicking def- offensively, defensively, and if they have a goalie, then I mean it's tough to stop them. But I mean, right, right. Just just to point it out, Drysaddle's leading the uh, the playoffs right now with 11 goals, four assists, 15 points total. Um, Matthew Kachuk's tied with him, five five goals, ten assists, but. To your to your point, I mean, when when McDavid and Drysaddle are on the same page, it's unstoppable. They yeah. literally can't be stopped. It's insane. Like watching some of the the setups they have with each other is crazy. Like they don't even look at each other. It's just like, oh, here I'm gonna throw the puck because I know exactly where you're gonna be. Yeah, and McDavid really, he's he, when you look at his point at the end of the day, when you take a look at him and you're like, oh, like how did he do today? I didn't really even you know he didn't have a goal or something. It's like we well, had three assists. He's got like. Uh, you know, a bunch of goals, this playoffs that you, it's just, it, it, he finds himself on the score sheet, a quiet night for him is still getting a couple points. And then you look, watch the game and you're like, he could have had, I mean, he could have had seven goals, yep. you know, like it's crazy. So you're not going to stop him. You're not going to completely take him off the score sheet, but you got to guard one of those guys and you need to have two guys on one of those guys at all times. And that's the worst part. Cause they're on the same line. And yeah. And, and then like another guy's open, if it's not one of those two, then they got more people right there that uh, they can just have a backdoor tap and pass that's right across the crease. Yep, makes it difficult uh, just to kind of, especially with the goaltending. I feel like with with Vegas, them alternating back and forth, um, quick and um, God, what's his name? Drawing a blank. I don't know what other guy's name is that they're playing right now. I, the freaking Vegas, I think, has the deepest scratch ro- roster I've ever seen in my life. It's literally their whole entire AHL team. It seems like, <laughs> dude. I'm not joking. It's literally a whole entire another roster of scratch players. It's crazy. Well, they normally are. All of the teams I, have that. Oh, I know. But you, you look at them like because I've been looking at them every night compared to like the other teams. Vegas has got a pretty pretty lengthy one. It's crazy how many uh, people they have like on there. Oh, I thought they all had the same amount. Uh, the, the black aces is what yeah. the word you're looking for. But, um, yeah. Uh, I, I I guess I haven't looked at their. Their scratches or or healthies. Yeah, so Vegas plays tonight. Um, hopefully, you know Vegas takes it to Connor's point. They're going to Edmonton, so that's going to make it difficult uh, if they don't win tonight. Seattle and Dallas. Um, you started off. What do you got? I don't. You know, I don't know. I the, I haven't watched much of it because most of the time I fall asleep. If I'm being honest, but. <laughs> That being said, it it's it's a good series from the recaps that I've watched because I, I always watch the recap games or the condensed games. Yeah, it it, it looks good. They're fast paced. Um, Rupe Hens is just you know he's something else. Quick hands. Um, yeah, it reminds me a little bit of the um, of Carolina New Jersey the way mm-hmm. that I like the matchup. 
um, a little bit different, but when you look at it, there's not like crazy superstars on both sides. There's not uh, you, you're the rolling lines. Seattle buzzes. They're, I mean, super fun to watch. I picked Dallas coming out of the uh, out of the first round, which so I was happy about that. I didn't see Seattle like most people. I didn't see them getting out, but due to those injuries on Colorado, kind of makes sense. Um, but they're no joke. I mean, even if Colorado was healthy, I could see Seattle the way that they were playing coming out and and taking it to them. They're I think they've taken a lot of people by surprise. Uh, but when you got Sagan and, and Ben on <laughs> Domi, uh, Rupi Hints, and um, the man, the list goes on when you take a look at the the stars lineup. I still like Dallas coming out, but the way that Seattle plays is so it's almost like annoying if you if you were on D, on Dallas. Like there's always a guy on you. They're just a hundred percent going like full full tilt the whole time, and uh, a lot of those guys. If it was me, I mean, a lot of the guys that are making up Seattle, much like Vegas, the first time uh, when they first came in the league, it's not like they're there's a bunch of stars on their team. It's almost like the rejects that have something to prove that um, the third line guys. And a lot of the time in the playoffs, you can have those third line guys if they're somewhat skilled, go out there and make a huge impact. Um, so I still think that that's that the Kraken are um, are benefiting off of that. But Matty Beniers is unbelievable. Bjorkstrand, Eberle, Yanni Gord. I mean, wow, what a lineup too. 100%. I mean, I'm just thinking, can you imagine a, a Seattle-Vegas conference final? That would be, in, that'd be insane because both buildings absolutely just go rocking. Um, and then obviously the storyline of, of the most recent are. teams are yep. yeah, in, the, in the league. Uh, and it'd be cool to have one of them – I, I don't I want Vegas probably more between the two. Like I just find it like, oh man, Seattle fans, they would go absolutely insane. They're nuts. They're Can you imagine Vegas fans. though winning the cup? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. The party would They're, never stop. The party would never stop. Yeah, but they won't even be Vegas fans. It'd just be whoever's in Vegas at that time. <laughs> Which is fucking it is awesome. It'd just be yeah, people going be, nuts. It'd be like people at all around the country, like, I don't even like hockey, but I'm in Vegas, so I'm gonna party with uh This is awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Um yeah. It'd be fun to watch that parade, though, for sure. I got to point out, though, uh, Sagan does have a cup, if you guys remember. Mm -hmm. uh, he won that with Boston in his rookie season. So he's looking to uh, secure a second cups. It's funny seeing Sagan. You know, I always forget he played for Boston, um, yeah. being drafted by him. Because he's, he, he's only there for a short stint. But it, it, like it, it's almost... It seems like I he he's a he is a Dallas star. Like that's how I look. That's how I, when I think of Sagan. I think of a Stars uniform. I, I can't see him oh, yeah. in, a, in a Bruins uniform. Yeah. Um, you know what do you think of? Uh, who do you think of when you? Um, uh, this is just a random off the cuff, kind of like similar though. Taylor Hall. What, what's the jersey that comes to mind? See, the problem is straight like right off the rip. I don't know because I, I he played for freaking um, Arizona, and so I keep on seeing that stupid jersey because he played there for a minute. But that's like I'm so used to him playing um, playing for uh, Boston. That's why I really. See him. What do you see him at New Jersey? Yeah, probably. Um, what about Edmonton? I, I think what about Edmonton? I was, it was uh, between me for for me. It's between Edmonton and uh, and New Jersey. I think that recency bias it, it kind of leads in uh, New Jersey more. Like I think of that definitely over. I still find it weird when I see him in Boston. That's not the first team. I, I the only reason I think of Boston is that's where he's currently on. That's me too. But I think he looks good in Boston. I guess was what I, it, like it kind of it's kind of fitting for him. Yeah, um, kind of. He has a, like least productive years so far in true. Boston. But but he's also 
I feel like. I mean, I New Jersey like, was he won. He was the MVP. Yep, yep, that is true. I guess you got me there on New Jersey. Try to think of some other ones that you kind of think of. Like, wait, that's a weird one. Um, like, uh, let's think here. I mean, Bertuzzi now at Boston is like, yeah, eh. but that's just because he's been in Detroit forever. Like, that'll change, I'm sure. There's some ones though that you're just like, that's so freaking weird. Like Phil Kessel. Yeah, that one's weird. Like Phil Kessel playing for Vegas, like that one gets me every time. I'm just like, yeah. Well, who do you think of when you think of Phil? Pittsburgh. You do. Yeah. Who do you think? Yeah. I think Pittsburgh too. But okay. you know what's weird? When, what's weird that like creeps in your mind? You're like, eh, Toronto maybe. That's what. That's funny you said that because that that was almost my first response. I was like, I can kind of see that one too. But yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh for sure. Yeah, just because uh, the best years and yeah. Well, it's like it's like Kaner, right? It's so weird seeing him in a in a Rangers jersey. Yeah. It's like you only you only see him in a Blackhawks jersey. Plain and simple on mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it weird. I, I I think this is normal now, but uh, Truba being in the Rangers. Speaking of that versus yep. Winnipeg, um, but dude, oh, speaking of yeah. Truba, oh my god, dude, did you see that hit? I think it was game uh, same seven. Yeah, game seven, dude. Oh yeah. my god, is Timo Meyer? I think that it was yeah, on dude, right. Dude comes across the ice. I mean, and the funny thing is, they're talking about his hits right like oh yeah. how they're like super like they're impactful but they're clean he's not they're like so, going, yeah he's not jumping off of skates he's not going for the head oh, but holy shit if you guys don't know what i'm talking about look up that hit and he, this dude just gets crunched in the middle he of the is ice. by far right now i don't even think it's close the best open ice hitter in the league right now like oh. i don't see anytime that i'm scrolling through twitter on social media at all and i see an open ice hit in hockey that's like you know from this year like last year or whatever 90% of the time it's Truba. Yeah. It's just like he he's the open his open hit guy and it's always by the book. It's not like anything is dirty. Like guys are just crossing the middle with their head down. And, he's and like, that one that one I felt a little bad because all right, so Meyer is coming across. There's nobody there's nobody there in the spot that he actually gets hit. But the problem was is that there as uh he was looking down to cross and he was in a safe spot, Truba hopped on the on the bench or off the bench, I'm sorry, on the ice. And so he almost like appeared out of nowhere uh, a little bit before the play developed. So I bet Meyer didn't even know he was really there. There was a, there was a weird change there that happened that I think threw Meyer for a loop. And uh, you, you certainly, yeah, you're bringing it up right now. Um, but <laughs> we got, a, we got more bad radio. We are just all over it. <laughs> dude, it's not, it's, dude, this dude just gets, cr- look at this. Boom. Yeah, but people listening can't hear it. I don't get. I don't care. I'll post the. I'll post the video. Holy <laughs> shit! I mean, and the and the thing is though, like, yeah. See, no- see that there's a there's a change there that happened. You can see in the video the doors closing and, um, but anyway, it's uh, I think it's a dude. It, it, and the nice thing about that, I think we we're talking about before, is how nobody tries to step up and fight Truba because he, there wasn't. Well, no, they they have before, not anymore, not in the last two or three open heist hits though. But that's the best part is that nobody. I mean, he can defend himself just like oh, the, the top guys in the league. Like you know, he's up there with any of the other tough guys. He's not. I wouldn't call him a fighter like Revo, but he would fight Revo if if they need oh, him to. Thousand percent. And that's the thing though. He's 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 answered before, but like he, yeah, he doesn't need to. That's not a dirty hit. Like there's no yeah. reason to fight somebody because your dude got hung out to dry. Like, yeah, I bet in the regular season though, I bet he, that someone fights him there. I mean, you think that so? Was the, yeah, that. I mean, it's the same thing that's happened the regular season this year, where he's been having to fight a couple times. 
I don't think it's worth it It, because it's clean to your point. I don't think that it's worthy of a fight in the playoffs in a game seven game. Um, But uh, yeah, in the regular season, because of how bad that bad is in Meyer. I mean, the hit was just insane. I think that that somebody would probably drop him. You know what the crazy part is, is that uh, not drop him. I'd go drop the gloves and go fight him. But the crazy part is Truba is like, if you look at him, he's like six, four, six, five. And he's like five inches smaller than his dad, and maybe like a hundred pounds lighter. Really? Like his dad is a giant. Yeah, that, dude, that's insane. Thinking about that, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a small guy in the family. So, um, it, it was born. He was born to born to play right when he right when he figured out he could hit and skate. Uh, that was fun. It reminds me that commercial with Stamkos and uh, Headman. Yeah, and it's, and it's like oh yeah, he's like oh so he's, not, he's not a hockey college. player. See, if I start saying for college, oh, he's not a hockey player. He's like, he's he's two weeks old. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, so I played with Truba in the first year that we could actually hit. And so that transitioned. So when we were young and you couldn't hit, and so we were playing, and then, which he was unbelievable. He was a year younger than me, so he's playing with, he was playing a year up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, whenever, I'm just going to call it like from 12 to 13 or 11 to 12, whenever you can actually hit in the league, we were still playing together. And like there was hitting and he got he got smoked one time. Um, it, I don't even remember the hit, but like when we were kids, got hit, and then he got up like smiling and laughing, and we're like, "Oh, geez." So if he likes hitting and he's that big already, because he's already like a foot taller than everybody else, this guy's going to be a problem. And clearly, he was, <laughs> and still is a problem. I, I mean, especially if you said he got hit and he thought it was funny. Yeah, he got hit and got up like smiling, like it was yeah, no that's, big deal. He's like, "Oh, yeah. I like like almost like a guy that likes the contact." Yeah, you almost like don't fuck with that guy. He's crazy. Yeah, that guy's psycho. Yeah, yeah, legitimately, you're like, okay, we're not gonna get in the corner yeah. with that guy. Yeah, he's probably like six one at twelve years old, like take like <laughs> ripping slap shots from the bar down from the blue line. And that's why he plays in the NHL. Yeah. Um, real quick, Tyler, happy belated birthday. Mm-hmm. Um Connor, congratulations. On uh, the house? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, as long as the inspection goes well, uh, we have our inspection. Ollie, congratulations on your roll back there. Looks like yeah, it's Ollie. nice and comfy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's had a rough day, clearly, you know, sleeping. Just, it's like I didn't get my 20 hours of sleep yesterday. So uh, <clears throat> catching that up. Uh, but yeah, no, we have the inspection on the new house tomorrow. So if that goes well, then we'll be on pace for, for moving in. Whenever. Fingers crossed on that. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah it's golf season beautiful day i'm going to nashville to play golf this week uh that's why we're recording on a saturday as opposed to a sunday night Mm -hmm. and i won my league last week 14 to 4 nice yeah beat the crap out of that guy he's like he thought i think he thought i was like sandbagging he's like you're sure you're only giving me a stroke i'm like yeah i'm just giving you one stroke but yeah well nice i uh I did not win men's opening day that no. we won it last year. We, I don't even, I think we came in third this year. So not, not horrible, but I did win longest drive. So, Hey, Oh, speaking of drives, I actually used a driver today. I actually nice. got a new, yeah. I put a, a actual shaft on my old driver, a regular shaft. And I don't slice the ball anymore. Very I mean, cool. th- to fair, I did slice one or two, but it was at the end and I was getting tired. So yeah. Well, but yeah, it was working pretty good. Cool. All right. Let's uh, get the puck out of here and we'll see you next week. All right. See you.